0: Welcome to Fresh Off The Block. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new episode of Fresh Off The Block. As coined by Nishit once famously, when there's no public, there's no pressure. But when there's no Sharan or Ullah source, is there pressure on me? Welcome folks, I'm Vijay I'm pretty sure most of you know me as the guy who loses my voice. And I'll be in charge of hosting the show for once. And to join me today, I have Aditya Narayan with me. Say hi, Hello folks, how are you? Been a long time. And at Fresh of the Block, we like to keep things fresh. So we're getting some fresh voices today on board as well. Say hello to the man with the vehicle who basically, which basically carries everyone's luggage. Aditya Harish. Hello folks, how are you? Uh, it's been a
1: long off season uh, and uh, it's nice to be connecting with all of you on Fresh of the Block. And uh, looking forward to the uh, the coming season because a lot of things are to be expected. Um, we are reigning champions. Let's see how it goes on. And please welcome for the very
0: first time on any part of Westblock platform Arnav Ray. Hey guys, yeah, happy to be here.
2: Thanks for having me.
0: All right, so let's just get right to it, guys, because it's been a very long time, and I'm sure people are eager to hear at least me, if not you guys. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about transfers because that's what usually happens before the start of the new season. Um, Adin, can you tell us something about some you of know, the extensions and the entries and exits that have come about so far? Right.
3: Um, so you can't talk about BSC transfer so far and not start with by mentioning anyone other than Eugene Saint-Lindo. Uh the magician's back. Uh, he's going to make us happy when skies are grey, and you know, I mean. I know there are going to be some people who ask questions about you know Eugene's not played football for a couple of years. Um, he's had on fitness issues ongoing all the time. Uh, but now, nah, uh, yeah, he's back home. Uh, he's back to a place that he loves, where the people love him. Um, so really, really excited, and uh, we get to see our two magicians on the pitch together next season with Eugene and Dimas. So uh, really, really excited. But uh, and and yeah, I mean. Uh, the two youngsters that we've signed from the Arrows, um, Prabhsukhan and Suresh, are both very good players. Um, Prabhsukhan's had a superb season after uh, Dheeraj obviously left the Arrows and went to Kerala Blasters. Um, Suresh, again, very, very talented centred midfielder, very young. And it's... it's Honestly, I want to be Suresh Singh Wang Jam at this point because imagine having a season where you can learn from Eugene Lingdo and Dimas. The amount of education that that kid's gonna get uh, through the season, even if he's not playing too much, is is going to be immense for his development. Um, so that, that that's that's superb as well. Um, we already knew that Wanan and Eric had multi-year contracts, so uh, that that's sorted. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, pretty excited. The, the fabric of the squad's pretty much there. We need, obviously, we need the hitman. Uh, whether it's going to be the same
4: hitman or someone else we will just wait and see also we have have uh, contract extensions of uh, uh, which have been announced i am very happy that carlos is going to stay with us for uh, another two years it's a trust put in by the management to tell him lead us to the afc cup and um, that's one of our uh, key to success continuity of staff and the coach which we don't see in many of the ISL clubs. Um, most of his backroom staff is also uh, extended the contract. Uh, in players, Keen Lewis has extended the contract. I liked him in which whatever he showed. A uh, few crucial assists also he had. And some of his raw pace at the end of the game was very crucial, which we needed. And uh, I hope he gets more game time, uh, considering that we'll be playing in both AFC Cup and ISL. I think he'll get a good chance this season uh, to show his potential fully.
0: All right, Ajit. I'm going to bring you in now. We've seen that Boykan Houtit has left uh, the FC to join East Bengal and Cisco Hernandez has joined Delhi Dynamos. How much of a loss do you think both these players are? And, how, uh, and do you think that they that they would be a mammoth loss or that we can cope up without them? So, I think... Uh,
1: Cisco was a very fantastic player for us. Uh, If you observe the matches where uh, uh, they were uh, players who were uh, like teams which are very defensive against us. Uh, When he was on, he used to control the ball. used to make sure that uh, the final passes were almost near accurate. And uh, one game uh, where he actually made sure that uh, everyone valued his contribution maybe is in the northeast game. Uh, in uh, both the legs of semi-finals, you could see what impact he had. And um, uh, I think uh, that is one area where we, we we have to make sure that we get good replacements. And um, because uh, uh, we have a solid midfield right now, so we have to make sure that our wing play uh, wing players also are way, uh, strong enough to go all out uh, because we are even going to have AFC Cup Coming up, uh, so we have to make sure our uh, squad has depth. So even at the later stage of uh, maybe February, we uh, we might have to rotate the squad, uh, which is the business end of ISL. So we need depth and uh, quality foreigners will
0: make things easier for us. All right, that's Thank you for that, um, Arnab. I'm going to bring you in now. Ajit mentioned about the squad depth and you know the type of players we might require. Take, talk us through what Carlos' tactics. What you noticed or what Carlos' tactics are like, and what sort of players would be would be suitable for his system. And one of the things you, you you think we should get who would fit the bill.
2: Right. So uh, I think we've got to start off with the highline. Uh-huh. So I as perhaps in DSC history, the most talked about tactic. I mean, it's something that comes up game after game, and it, because I'd say it's it's obviously very apparent and it's easy to pick up, stop the stands or uh, even TV back home. So, uh, the first thing that I'd actually like to bring up is, why would Carlos go for a high leg, Or why would any manager go for a high leg? So, is it because of the squad he has, if he tried to make the pitch more compact, or is he looking at a legit, uh, legitimate strategy to kind of ensure that the opposition don't get high quality chances? So, uh, yeah, the, the uh, line is, super high and it's quite narrow as well to add on to that so something that we've noticed is that while the number of chances that uh, <coughs> for the opposition gets that has gone down but as a result the quality of each chance goes up and uh, so with when uh, the opposition can switch play quickly to the wings as you see and we have a lot of coming with mumbai city is what it, i remember i think arnold Foucault, uh the now ex-mumbai city player he gave I think Nishu, uh, yeah, a real nightmare and even Carlos actually brought uh, back, it in left back to do in the second half if I remember correctly. So, I think that, that I mean, I love Nishu too, good he works hard, he he, uh, his, contribution in attacking sense is good, he's improved as a defender, but when you play such a high line and you have a narrow back foot, what you're going to expect is a lot of one-on-one interact, uh, <clears> one-on-one v-ones on the wings. So, whether that really doesn't suit Nishu's strength. So, I've I've actually really, really missed Tupashish over the last season. Uh, A bit unfortunate that we didn't have his services to call upon. So, yeah, I'm actually looking at left back and a good Indian left back. And, yeah, luckily we are actually quite, so India is quite stacked in the left back position. So, if you can get a good Indian left back, I think that would be right up there with my, sort of like right on top of my shopping list. Uh, Okay.
0: So, you say we need a good left back. How about any other position which would be key to Business plans? Like, we've got our CDM sorted, we've got a central material sorted in Eric and Dimas. And, you know, we, as Ravi mentioned earlier, we might we need a sick man, whether it be the one who's been playing for us for the last one, or two, one to two seasons, or we might need a new one. Is there
2: any other position which,
0: you know, is important, but people don't, don't realize that it's actually very important? Right. So uh, I'm
2: actually looking... At the Indian squad, that I think even yeah, kind of uh, went in that direction. It looked, uh, it looked uh, you know, thinking about the AFC Cup commitments as well that are coming up. So yeah, I would say central midfield as well. But then uh, we've got in Eugene and Fugish. So Let's let's see how many features they get. But yeah, there's that, a good squad that there. Khabar did. I mean, he has his own the Kabra did. He did what was expected of throughout the season. He provided legs to the midfield, which is really really important. It, it, it you know, allowed Dimash to get himself more. It allowed Eric to maybe, maybe sit closer to the back four and uh, compact the space in front. And you're, Which is again very important because when you go back to the high line. So you don't want the opposition number 10 to have a lot of time to pick through balls in behind the defence. So, so yeah, I think legs in midfield is, is really important and whether that comes in the form of Suresh or Eugene or even some of the BFCB team boys who is who, ready to step up. Uh, so yeah, I think for the reinforcement, left-back, left-back would be Parag Shivas as well, uh, who a player in the season for the B team. So yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy with the work you've already done in the transfer window to reinforce the squad. Uh, maybe another right-back as well, if you're looking. I mean, I, I do realise that. So any possession team, you will, will looking at the backs as a very uh, crucial role. Whether so it be in the build-up to create space in the centre. So yeah, and a, a right-back, a good Indian right-back as well. All right. Thanks so
1: much that yeah. Arnab. Can yes. I add something to that?
2: Yes, that's it.
1: Keep Yeah, yeah. So, like, as Arnab uh, mentioned, I think uh, uh, he, uh, he pointed upon the right-back, uh, necess- uh, both the uh, wing-backs, uh, quality Indian uh, wing backs which we might require because as the season progresses, we need legs even in midfield which are very energetic.
2: So yeah.
1: I would suggest someone who who can shift between uh, like a utility player like Cabra himself. So uh, or, or even B K who can play as a centre back, who can play as a right back, who can even come in as a CDM. And uh, right now, uh, there is only one one player who can do those sort of things. Uh, you know the name, it's Adil Khan. Maybe we should go for him. Because considering we have AFC, com- AFC Cup coming, maybe we should go for it. Because it gives an, another foreigner who can come into the place and uh, we can have uh, more flexibility around the squad as well.
0: That's a good point and an interesting way to look at it. Okay. So now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm sure a lot of you have been wondering what's be, what goes behind the gigantic banners that we see at West Block, and well, we have a lot of the men behind the banners themselves in Ajit. So Ajit, the stage is Talk us through what goes about, what goes on in making the banners, right from the planning to the execution. What is, what, is, what is it like? Yeah, it's a
1: very tedious task uh, to begin with. So first of all, we have to uh, if we have to see, uh, I think you most of you will be knowing uh, we consider all the fans view uh, whether it's in uh, few whatsapp groups or in we we see even the reactions uh, in the uh, facebook pages what fans are expecting or even uh, moreover we want to make sure that players are motivated before the match uh, that is something uh, we have seen uh, players telling that it's the last bit of words of motivation uh, they see from fans and they get motivated as well so uh, coach might would have told many things in the dressing room but uh, th- there are a few players who tell th- the banners which West Block make I've I inspired them to perform even better so that is one of the key things which we consider and uh, next thing is we do the brainstorming of uh, the banner team we sit around we see what we can be done and uh, with the uh, banner funds. What we have, what's the budget around it? So we we see what what is the best we can make out of it. So I think this season, uh, uh, King in the South was one of the best banners we have ever done. The detailing, and uh, I think uh, you guys could see it. And um, it was it. Uh, we did it in the middle of the, uh, the summer, and uh, uh, you have to trust there was so much heat. And uh, uh, credit goes to all the boys uh, uh, who stood in the sun and did a brilliant job. And uh, this year, uh, what is more specific is uh, we have had banners for every player who has played. So that is one interesting thing which we have gone. One way ISL restrictions have <laughs> moved us to this as well. So. It is not a credit, but uh, we have taken the best out of the what do you say uh, the situation which is being pushed upon us.
0: All right, thank you for that. Uh, just, just, take us through. I mean, how long it takes?
3: Uh, because obviously, that you, you spoke about the level of detail in those banners. Uh, I would disagree with you on the best banner thing because I still think those side-by-side portraits of Udant and who were the best in season, but that's for another day. Uh, but just yeah. take us through how much time each each of these takes.
1: Yeah, it, uh, it depends uh, from uh, uh, the availability of people and uh, even uh, it depends on the weather as well. Uh, so. There are certain banners when we do uh, uh, most of uh, the big banners are usually done outdoor because there is no space uh, to do it indoor. So uh, if the weather is very harsh, like uh, the positivity is, the paint dries faster. So it can be finished within two days if there are a lot of people. So detailing is the only t- uh, part where it takes a lot of time. So uh, it depends. So usually the average is around two to three days per banner. So, it, it stays around two to three minutes in on the stands. So, I hope people uh, listen to uh, the West Block volunteers who come and uh, they they co- coordinate with everyone on the stands so that uh, the banner is seen for the players. All right,
0: cool. Okay, so now we move on to the national team. We've had a new coach in Eagle's team match, um, Adi. Would we'll talk us through Eagle's team match's beginnings? Um, for one, he selected a squad that not many people disagreed with. which is a welcome change from what we
3: had with Mr. Constantine, um, and I think I think uh, over the first two games, which we played against Curaçao and Thailand, um, obviously there are there are some problems which you are going to have with a new coach and a new system and um, a lot of new players as well. Let's be honest, uh, but but there were some positives, you know, um, because. Um, I mean, th- there's this very, I-, I call it kind of disrespectful joke on social media about uh, a lot of people saying India losing to football to this team called Curaçao. I don't even know who they are. Uh, last week, Curaçao beat Honduras 3-1. Honduras have qualified for the last uh, two World Cups. Um, and, you know, if, if you're beating a team who's qualified for a World Cup, you must be pretty good. And Curaçao and had players in that side who, played, who have Premier League experience. Uh, I mean, we have a side that entirely plays in India. Uh, So that is the gap that we're talking about. Uh, I thought there were plenty of encouraging signs in that game against uh, Curaçao itself. Uh, Brandon Fernandez was decent, Sahal Abdul was superb. Um, And then we we went on uh, to the game against Thailand and I love the fact that we're now a bogey team for someone else in the world, apart from Bhutan and Nepal. (laughs) Uh, But uh, that Thailand game, Again, um, wasn't the best performance in the world. If I'm being completely honest, uh, I thought we played better against them in the Asian Cup. Uh, but so many positives. Adil Khan was superb. Um, Anirudh was a wonder boy, and uh, Indian football really needs to take care of that kid because um, he really, really can be the next talisman. Um, and you know, let's not shy away from the fact that this team needs a talisman once Sunil Chhetri is gone. Sunil Chhetri is not going to be around forever, and. Uh, I love the fact that you know yeah, we we won against Thailand without Chatri playing a single minute. Uh, uh, obviously, love the fact that Raoul Beke made his debut. Anybody who knows me uh, personally knows how big a fan I am of the man. Um, it couldn't have happened to a better person. It couldn't have happened uh, to a more deserving person, in my honest in, in my honest opinion. But uh, you know, the biggest Raoul Beke fan, probably Raoul Beke himself, would tell you that. Uh, those two games were nowhere near his best. He had a tough time. Uh, especially against Kurosawa. Uh, was a little better against Silent. Uh, but again, um, very very positive start in my view. Irrespective of the fact that we lost the game, uh, a very very positive start uh, in terms of, you know, uh, we, were, we were adaptable. Uh, especially in that Kurosawa game when you saw so many systems being tried within the same game. The fact that Stimash was willing to change things uh, in between, uh, the fact that the players adapted to it were much better in the second half of that game uh the fact that we could absorb pressure defend well keep a clean sheet against thailand huge huge positives and uh, you know i know we will come into the intercontinental cup in a bit but uh, again a huge a, a very very good test for us because uh, Syria, north korea tajikistan may not be the best teams in the continent but we're going to test ourselves against them because uh they they are they are pretty good sides you know uh tajikistan uh BSC went to Tajikistan uh, in that AFC Cup tie against Istiklal and we came undone. Uh, you know what Sunil Sethri and uh, the, the boys had to say about their trip to North Korea to face the uh, April 25. Uh, so you know that North Korean football has certain standards as well. Uh, Syria almost qualified for the World Cup. It took Australia uh, extra time in their playoff to, to get past Syria. Uh, so, it, it's going to be uh, a very interesting tournament as well. And a huge, huge positive sign at the start of CMAC's uh, reign because ultimately, the goal has to be uh, to really do well in the World Cup qualification. I mean, nobody is asking for India to qualify for the World Cup. once they they uh, it. But at the same time, we need to show improvements. Uh, I'm pretty sure we will. I'm pretty sure we'll not be at the lows of losing to Guam again. Uh, but, um, you know... If we can get to the third round, the qualifiers, that'd be brilliant. Um, of course, depends on the groups as well. The draw for the World Cup qualifiers, by the way, is on the 17th of July. Um, so, uh, yeah, ultimately the aim is to do well in that, for which the King's Cup was a good start and the Intercontinental Cup, we have to carry on
0: the good work. Alright, so that's uh, that's a bit about the Intercontinental Cup and uh, we team at matches beginning. Um, Arnab, I'm going to bring you in now. What would you like to see different, uh, differently done by Match during the Intercontinental Cup?
2: Yeah, so I think looking back at the Case Cup, uh, what we have to factor in is that it was essentially a pre-season tournament for, for the entire squad. I mean, it was off-season in India and we're going to uh, Thailand where the conditions are quite punishing as well. So, all things considered, we focus on the point two. I think Cardi comes them up fairly well. So, so now, now what I'm looking to see is uh, first things first would be after the camp what the 23 he's going to reduce it to. So uh, not that many complaints to the first squad. But again, when you really look at a job adjusting, you have to wonder, uh, is it fitness related or is, in, is it not related? So I'm really curious to see the final squad that does uh, make it to Ahmedabad to uh, play in the Interval Cup. But yeah, above all, I'm not that bothered by results. So I think performance is key, fitness, I want, I want to see the Indian team be able to outrun all opposition or at least compete, be able to compete physically with all opposition. And by I don't just mean towering, I, I mean not look out of breath or not go down in camps, which, which I think Israel is sadly too often, it happens too often in ISL or I did games, <clears throat> not much at BFC, credit to our entire backroom staff and uh, fitness regime. And, uh, everything that comes along with it, but so I think that is from the reports coming out of the squad. They've been working hard on the fitness, with individual players having their own plans even in the break. And after it, it's, you don't have to be world beaters. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, we you can you know, talk about being a sleeping giant and uh, Mr. Profil, but can talk about dynamic to the face. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the, the fact of the matter is that we are improving. The rankings, you take everything with a pinch of salt, take the rankings with a pinch of salt, but what we need to do is to have a clear, precise game plan on the pitch. You want a way for them to play. A wa- and what the way is, it doesn't necessarily have to be tiki-taka just because there is a the, the of Spanish coaches in ISL right now. It has to be clearly defined, a way of playing. And that could even be you defend deep and you play on the counter. But you want a proper game plan, a system that suits the players, that, that the entire team is, is confident about and there's the a sort of like courage of their conviction is what I want to see on the pitch. Yeah. So I want the entire squad to kind of buy into the philosophy. I want I want to be able to look at India for 90 minutes and able to say, okay, so that, that's the plan. And yeah, it, it, it's looking good. So yeah, to, to summarize, I'm not really looking at results, it's a bit too early. So how well can we prepare for the upcoming World Cup qualifiers? Can we see a precise, concise game plan? and? <laughs> yeah, just to finish up, uh, Adi, what, what the hell do you mean because he's not going to be around forever? He he have played to me, at least 65 years old and uh, I shall live in denial until proven otherwise.
3: So. Yeah, he himself has said he's uh, he's going to go on till his 50. So, if he doesn't live up to his word, then I'm going to ask a few questions. But uh, just to add to what Arnab has said, I think uh, it's very important that uh, uh, we don't get on... Uh, steamas is back if even if the game plan is to play long balls uh long balls i know is a taboo word in indian football but we use long balls to very good effect in the asian cup against thailand and in that second first half against UAE. so it, it, it's about using what you have and you know just is playing football with a particular plan as are said and if long balls in a certain way are what uh, help you achieve that plan then i think it's important that the fans get behind that as well because i think the fact of the matter is in right, right now in Indian football, this this long ball, thanks to what happened in the Constantine it has become sort of a tabooed word and uh, something that is looked
0: down upon, which I don't think is necessarily right. All right, I think I'm going to get you in now, and I'm going to ask you the most important question of all: How many years do you think Suley
1: is going to play till? Yeah, I think he just gave a statement is the most fittest uh, he's ever felt in his whole career. So, credit goes to Miguel and PSC team and all the fitness coaches. So, I think he'll go on for another 5-10 to 10 years minimum, <laughs> where, where, the way he is right now. And uh, I'm sure uh, he'll lead us to uh, all the youngsters who are there in the squad. And uh, you could see the pictures which are, which are coming from the dressing room from King's Cup as well. So, he was guiding them even there. So, I think he, he's there. He, he still has that and he can... Um, even his presence in the dressing room would make a lot of difference to youngsters. So, I think he has to stick around for another 5-10 years. So, Skipper, if you're listening, if you're listening, Sunil Bhai, we're
3: all holding you to at least 10 years more. So, I hope you're listening and I hope that is is reality.
1: (laughs) See, another thing is, um, I still remember uh, a tweet from, I think, uh, one Mr. Kishore or someone from the AFF just after the Federation Cup when uh, Chetri was injured uh, when we won the Federation Cup. So, he, uh, because Chetri was injured, so he tweeted saying uh, BFC needs to know how to manage players. So, but see where Chetri is today and you see where most of the players are. We have changed the dynamics of fitness in India thanks to Ashley, what he has done. And um, I think that... that Fitness was uh, fitness was never a word which was spoken earlier, and today we have seen every team speaking about
0: it. Absolutely, that's a very very valid point to bring up. Uh, speaking of which, we were talking about the Intercontinental Cup. We're going to be playing in the continental next season, guys. So I want all your thoughts on this. I'm going to come to you first, Adnan. <laughs> How good does it feel to be playing the AFC Cup again? Ah, it's been
2: it's been far 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 too long. Uh, yeah, and we've, we've actually seen a few other <coughs> Indian clubs who shall uh, remain unnamed. Uh, yeah, hello, how Gosharit. How's it going nowadays? Any, uh, yeah, so it uh, and again, for the record, for all the East Bengal jokes that come my way, uh, from now on, can you please, you know, call me an Abahani Dhaka fan? I shall drag that as the badge. I shall be proud about it. Uh, no, but, but on a serious note, it's, so winning, winning the IFM is great. What a night. What a tournament. But I'm actually looking forward right now, I'm not not looking forward to the ISL first game, I'm looking forward to the first group stage game. I I don't care who it is, it could be a team from Nepal, it could be Colombo. I I just want Continental Football back at the Fortress and I cannot wait. So Adit, are we going to be talking about Gurpreet attack this time around?
0: Uh, Gurkwit attack <laughs> I think uh, it might be
1: uh, the Gill brothers attack attack we might be saying on the pitch <laughs> both of them playing around Tiki Taka and scoring a goal maybe but uh, on a serious note I think uh, we seriously missed the AFC Cup and uh, we could see what it has done to our fans uh, on the Twitter or on Instagram or uh, they, they've been going around even uh, I, you can see what it has done to their minds. So, but uh, we are missing football badly in the city, and uh, so the, I think uh, our main focus, uh, if you remember, is uh, even just after we won ISL, all of them talked about we have to win uh, AFC. So we are we want to sing that we want to sing that champions of Asia. We want to sing that. That was a challenge game just uh, just after we won the ISL in Mumbai. So I think. The intent is clear, so we have to see how we go about it. Make sure that uh, we have quality savings coming in, and uh, let's go. Let's go to Asia and let's conquer it. It doesn't matter which team comes. I'm sure we will back the team, and uh, we have been to those stages where uh, to semi-final and final as well. But we have to make go one step further this time.
0: Adi, bringing you in now.
1: How much of a big difference? Is public pressure going to make this time? <laughs>
3: uh, let, let's hope a lot more. Let's hope we have a lot more public pressure. And let's hope we have a lot more public. Uh, I'm sure Nishit Desai will be very disappointed if there is no public again in the AFC Cup. Uh, but, but no, on a serious note, uh, this, they come to the container for the ISL, come to the container for the AFC Cup. Uh, maybe even more so for the AFC Cup because uh, that's a competition that this club prides itself on. Um, it's something that uh, we have kept this nation's flag flying high um, for the last four years. Unfortunately, missed out. Uh, not going to talk about circumstances and all of that. Unfortunately, okay. missed out for a season. But now we're back. We're back in Asia. Uh, and let's make, it, let's make it the biggest party we've ever had in Asian competition. Um, let's hope Carlos Quadrat goes one better than his friend, his master. And let's hope that, you know, November 2020, we're celebrating something that... Uh, uh, that, that's, that's going to be unlike anything, uh, that this club has ever achieved. If we can win the FC Cup, uh, I can say with conviction that it would be the greatest ever night of Bengaluru FC, uh, and it would take something magical beyond belief to, uh, go, go beyond winning the FC Cup. So, uh, yeah, to just turn up at the container for every single FC Cup game. Um, it, it's not nice when the ISL games have crowds of 14, 15, 16, whatever thousand, and, and then we have 500 people for the FC Cup because, uh, with absolutely no disrespect to the ISL, the FC Cup is a far more important competition.
0: Absolutely. And Ali, I'm just going to stay with you for a second here. Let's rewind the clocks a little bit to the season just gone by. We are, uh, we've had some players will continuously win awards like. No is able to beat J3 when it comes to the top scorer of the season. God knows how. So, I let's talk us through who the fans' player of the year and the players' player of the year were. And tell us who your favorite player of the year was.
3: Alright, uh, so, officially, uh, at the BFC awards Night, Juan Gonzalez was our fans' player of the year. Uh, Rahul Becke was our players' player of the year. Rahul Becke had the goal of the season as well. But, um, left to me, my player of the season was on. Waran- um, I think uh, the fact that we lost Jono and yet uh, he, he so seamlessly took over the role of the leader of that defence. Um, that defence kept changing a lot. Uh, you know, you had you had BK playing in different positions. You had Kabra come in sometimes. You had uh, uh, Reno playing a bit. You had Serran. But the one constant there was on the left side is centre-back. Uh, it was one on always, uh, And he's just so good. Uh, there is there is, an, there is an air of, you know, control that he knows what he's doing when he's defending and uh, the fact that he's taken to that leadership role uh, so, so easily and the fact that, you know, he, there, was, there was hardly a mistake he made all season. Uh, so, you know, keeping Koro quiet for 300 minutes of football, uh, it's, it's immense and he's an immense player. He's going to be for the next season as well. Hopefully, much, much longer. But uh, I don't think it's even a question. Waran Gonzalez for me was my
0: favorite player of the season. Adjit, coming to you now. Yes. Which was your favorite match day of the season? I think uh, it is uh,
1: semi final for me because uh, we were coming from a 2 1 uh, deficit, 1 goal deficit from uh, the away game. And Photos uh, uh, does magic and uh, it did it does it, uh, did its magic and we could see it and uh, moreover you could uh, even sense uh, the coach and players having the belief that the fans will be backing them uh, and uh, it lived up to the expectations and carlos told it in pre uh, pre uh, post match presentation in Guwahati, we are going to fortress so, this match is going to be different. And the
0: result spoke for itself. Absolutely. What a wonderful night that was. Okay. Arnab, which is your favourite moment of the season? It doesn't necessarily have to be a match; It could be a goal. It could be a comedy of an error also. But I'm curious for
1: what's your favourite
2: moment. Yeah. So, I think uh, you know, our goal of the season is almost right up that. What a moment. What a header by the way. Technically brilliant the ball's curving away from goal, not much pace on it for Ak you know, decade to actually get manufactured the angle and pace of the header. It was a world-class finish. But uh, I'd have to go for Miku's goal against uh, Goa at home in, uh, when you're down to 10 win. So I think a lot of the magic surrounding Bengaluru FC as a club is about retention and you know, taking losses on board and coming back stronger. So I think that sort of the, that phase. I mean, we, we missed Nico massively, or, and any team would. Any team in uh, the ISL would miss a player like Nico. And so the the run of form when Carlos was chopping and changing, and I think we got I think one point in three games. It was the draw against Blasters and consecutive losses against uh, Chennai and Delhi, if I'm not mistaken. And again, uh, when Nishu got sent off in the first half, there was a bit of a, Okay, here here we go again. How how are we gonna be you know, what the confidence is the team heading in the playoffs and that second half performance of magic? I mean we my god it, yeah, I don't know, I to to you know, fit in with the cool kids and say hashtag beast mode and so on, but but seriously, one what, what a superb performance. Single handedly Harry the go on defense and a sweet, sweet strike to top it off. Beautiful. Yeah. So yeah, that's usually my favorite moment. Yeah, Vijay, right. just adding
3: on to that, uh, I remember speaking to Adnob after the game and we just looked at each other and almost, I think almost simultaneously both of us said that's the best individual performance we've ever seen. Um, so I think that sort of sums up how good he was that night, he was untouchable. And
0: okay, now since, no, no. since we're on the topic, just here's a question for you. Niku had a sensational individual performance versus Goa, and GoSleep had a sensational individual performance this northeast at home during the league. Yeah. Which was a better individual performance for you? Uh, I think uh, mm.
1: it is Miku because uh, we were man down and uh, to turn around, uh, make a team like Goa, uh, make them quite with defense and even attack them quite well. What they do to oppositions, I think Miku's performance is uh, a top plus one. All right. But uh, just to put on to a word uh, on how uh, BFC has performed throughout the season, uh, if I have to summarize, uh, if teams like uh, Northeast depended on Obeche, so he was a, their top striker, and team like uh, Mumbai depended on Sugu or even Arnold to perform. So we missed our key players in, in a few of the matches. And Miku almost half of the season and still we were able to qualify to semi-final. So that just shows the the talent in and around BFC which was there and uh, overall team performance. So I think this this has to be one of the top seasons BFC has ever had. And uh, it shows because we really meant we had to uh, take back what we deserved it last year itself. <laughs> so listening
2: in when we are discussing AFC Cup Carpent- and... Uh, and the fact that I said, you we know, chanting the, uh, you know, we champions of Asia, you want to say that. Uh, I, I say in a really complimentary manner that we really, really spoiled as, as fans the level of success and the consistency that we've been treated to over the years. It, it I don't, I, I wouldn't say entitled, but let me put it this way. Every time I see, you know, BFC, the players come onto the pitch, it almost doesn't matter who the opposition are or who the playing level is. I, I have the belief that we're going to get the job done. And we saw it throughout the season. So, yeah, you know, despite whatever setbacks, it, the job was just done again, again and again. And yeah, that, that, that's, that's why we turn up to up.
0: I'm bringing in a very joke right now. Adi, who gets a better job than BSC or Bobby Builder? Ho, <laughs> oh, oh, oh.
3: uh, now, now, I'm going to say, regardless the Builder, as much as that doesn't rhyme or anything else, regardless uh, the Builder is going
1: to get the FC Cup for next Let's <laughs> all hope uh, it comes to that point. Uh, I think uh, we just forgot uh, to rewind, uh, because we are talking about rewinding of the season and the performances. I think uh, we, we forgot about the performance of our uh, debutants against uh, Jamshedpur. Because most of the BFC B boys uh, were got a stat, and uh, I think the first half performance was brilliant, and second half, they went all out and uh, Raj and the Jamshedpur uh, ran a riot. <laughs> so, but I think it was a good platform for this match uh, for the boys who got a match experience, and uh, I think even that was one of the moments for uh, which I would cherish this this season because
0: few of our boys got a match practice. Alright, and that's all the time we have for today, folks. I hope you enjoyed this episode like we did recording this. Tell us about some of your favorite moments, your favorite goals, your favorite players also on our various social media handles on Twitter, and Facebook and Instagram. Until next time, see you all. Bye-bye. Bye.